welcome to another episode of Cancel Sweezy. I'm your host, Sweezy, or most of you probably know me as the Foreplay King. Welcome to another episode of Cancel Sweezy. I can't promise this episode is going to be any good, but you're here and I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And uh, that's all I can really say so far. So that's going to be the nicest thing I say in this entire episode. So uh, you're warned. Um, we're going to get into it. I'm just here to talk a lot of shit on a lot of people. And uh, we're going to get into it. And uh, you're going to like it or not. I don't I actually don't really care if you like it or not. Uh, so, But if you do like it or dislike it, uh, make sure you smash that like or dislike button. Uh, wherever you're listening to this, uh, YouTube especially, we're working on growing that page a lot. I'm looking at the stats on the show, this one and uh, the uh, the other show, or some of you know as... The Swagcast. Uh, but, so yeah, we're working on that. We, I've noticed that, you know, the audio is actually doing really well, but like the video is doing really So if you want to watch the show, like, you know, I like watching things on TV, um, hit, uh, smash that subscribe button on YouTube, hit the bell so you're notified... Every time we upload a new episode of this and the Swagcast. So that way you get more of me, more of my charm, because this is the type of guy you get. So, yeah, let's let's do that. Smash that. Smash everything uh, you possibly can. Today we got a bottle of wine here. Uh, this is Sweet Walter White, uh, Hammondsport, Steuben Co., New York. Um, 11% alcohol by volume. Uh, so... Yeah, I'm gonna see. We're gonna see how far I get down in this bottle today, and uh, have fun I have with that. Um, also, I just want to get some other announcements here. Uh, every Monday and Thursday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I stream over on Twitch. I play video games. I might do some music sometime. I haven't decided, gotten that far yet. Mostly video games on my Switch. I'm currently finishing up Pokemon, the new DLC, the Crown Tundra. I think today, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, I'll be finishing that up tonight. And, uh, after that Thursday, I'm, if, I don't know if I'm going to be either playing Fortnite, uh, but I'm kind of wanting to start, uh, or replay Untitled Goose Game, so I'm more likely I want to do that. And so I'm really excited about that, uh, for the most part, and see where we get to go from there on that. I love, I love playing video games, especially, like, with other, you know, like, just having people watch, and I get to talk to other people back. It's really fun. Hit in the com- and if you're watching, get in the comment section, because it makes it a lot more fun when you do. And also follow me over there, too. Uh, and if you have an Amazon Prime account, there's a subscribe button. Uh, you, can get, you can subscribe someone for free. Uh, it's typically a $5 thing, but if you already have a Prime account, uh, take that $5 away from Jeff Bezos. He does not need it. And uh, help support people like me who entertain you. Uh, also, I want to talk about, uh, it's been about a couple weeks now, but my song, Oof, is out on Spotify. I want to get them streams up. Uh, it's a fun song. I really like the song, and there's going to be more coming soon so if you're not already in the where uh follow me on spotify or apple music wherever you listen to your music at uh that way you can keep up with me and my music and what's going on here also last but not least uh the show is on patreon if you want ad free episodes of the Schwedcast, best thing you can possibly do is uh hit pay five dollars a month that's the only tier we have right now for five dollars a month you can get ad free episodes of the Schwedcast, and uh you don't have to listen to ads and it's the best in really much if you really want to support the show as much as possible uh going over on patreon and subscribing there is the best thing you can do because doing that really supports me directly uh cuts out a lot of the middleman i think patreon may be slight middleman but you really support almost basically supporting me 
directly. So that would be great. Uh, you know, it's optional. I'm still going to, you're still getting the same content either way. You're just not going to have to deal with ad breaks from our great, great, great sponsors, by the way. So, yeah, I'll say, let's get in to the show. Uh, I want to start this off. We're, I think I figured out the kinks. Uh, first part of the show is going to be the news. Second part is just going to be random bullshit thoughts I've had. Uh, maybe a Garth Brooks update in between there. Third part is going to be advice. So, also, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, anything you want me to talk about or anything I'd be interested in uh, thinking about, looking into, uh, you can always email the shwaycast at gmail.com. Uh, that is the best place to do it. I typically do questions over on my Instagram uh, at, at the shweezy. And so like kind of around Wednesday, maybe Thursday, uh, I typically put up all there. I was like, hey, send your questions out here or put them here. And, and they go into my DMs and I look at them and I see what we can do from there, which is great. I typically typically go through everything i do my best to but if i really feel especially if it's like an advice question i would say i really don't uh if i'm really if i really don't have a good answer i really don't want to respond to it um I'll, i mean i typically respond i'll give out an answer uh even if it's not what you want to hear and you know someone has to say it someone's got to say it i know some of you think uh oh, you're just kind of you know being edgy with this show i'm like no you know more honestly i'm just kind of saying what everyone else is thinking in that and uh, you know sometimes you just have to have that one person be like you gotta say what you're thinking you gotta be more bold i feel like people aren't as bold as they used to be like you know i feel like just being honest with someone like there's there's being honest and then there's being a dick if you can be honest and not be a dick i know i try to say like oh, look i'm not trying to offend anyone when i say this but it could come off as offensive you know sometimes you have to make those warnings you kind of have to also you got to know your audience uh that's a big thing. Uh, you know, I've like, you know, like when I have like on the main show and I have like TJ and Steve come on of Ghost Town Remedy, uh, you know, we get a little like, we, it gets pretty dirty. But then like I'll, every like Jacqueline I had her on uh, last week, uh, I, I'm not going to go into a weird spot. I'm going to know my crowd, know my audience. It's a, it's a fun thing, but um, I don't even know where I was getting off with this. All right. Well, anyways, let's get into the news. The news that everyone is hiding from no news anchor will cover except me because i have the balls to do it all right first up on our list looking at my notes kamala harris gains momentum among democrats with proposal to legalize prostitution this is from the washington times um i actually didn't I actually found this from someone on facebook a very conservative trump tard as i like to call them uh that there's there's a lot of problems with this guy. Uh, I love I think I like him, but I, there's a lot of things I don't want to get it like dox him or anything. But uh, here we go. Let's just get into this. Uh, I'm just this is going from the article directly. The decriminalization debate among Democrats spilled into the 2020 presidential race last month when Senator Kamala D. Harris of California said she was supportive of the idea, although the legislation crowd complained about that she was still too timid. She told The Root last week that she would back decriminalization as long as safeguards remain in place to protect, protect sex workers against exploitation by human traffickers and pimps. Definitely agree with that. There are young women who have been abducted across the country for the purposes of sex work, and there are people across the country whose only resource of in, in order to provide themselves is sex work, and we can't keep sweeping it under the rug. And we have to understand the bigger picture in this industry and inch closer to ending the blackest market, she said. Now, that's what I have for that. So uh, with that, uh, one thing I would say is... Uh, 
I definitely have, you know, I have friends who are very against sex trafficking. And I think this is kind of the main purpose of why I saw this article, because they were like, oh, Democrats are evil. Oh. Even though Trump hires prostitutes and porn stars to have sex with him all the time and he pays them. So I one thing I want to say is, though, I like the idea because it, it, the, the title of the article is very different from the actual article itself. Legalized prostitution it doesn't look like it's legalizing prostitution, per se. It looks like it, we're working at least towards decriminalization, mainly because there's a lot of women out there who have been trafficked for sex work and even small children as well. And I think the idea with this is, is like we're not going to punish them for this situation that they're in. I think. Um, there was the young black girl who like was abducted and like locked in a basement. I can't remember her name. And like they were working for clemency. I can't remember her name at the moment, but like she was charged for murder for killing her kidnapper and like her abuser. And like that. And I think like Kim Kardashian was the one who like really pushed. She was from Tennessee. So like I saw a lot of it. Like I don't think her last name was Brown or something like that. And I don't want to. But no, I think the idea of decriminalization, at least especially for the prostitutes themselves, because a lot of times, you know, there's a pimp out there and they're being trafficked. I think this is a good thing, at least in a good way to stop, you know, the black market of sex trafficking, human trafficking, because that's that that issue is really bad and it is out there. And I do feel really bad for them. But but then also at the same time, I think I think actual legalized prostitution could be a good thing because if you look at states that actually have legalized prostitution, actually has been really good for those states. And it, like it's very well regulated in those states because like, like you have to wear condoms even for blowjobs, which is like, my God, that's fucking awful. Um, but, you know, it's like the best you can get. Uh, and in, in regards to that, though, like wh- Another thing, so like you know, it's actually been very successful, and it's really, it really canceled this whole like sex trafficking market down a whole lot. And so I think actually legalizing prostitution would be a good thing. Now, uh, what most conservatives believe that you don't have to hire a prostitute if you don't want to. However, fighting human trafficking, I think we can all get on board for, it, and I think that's the main goal of this purpose. Uh, another thing I want to say though. Why do we keep shaming sex workers? Now, I understand if you're like a dad and your daughter goes into porn because like, damn it, you ruined porn for me. Uh, That's like the only justifiable way to be mad at a sex worker. But it's like, it's like if you, everyone looks at porn and if you don't, unless you're like, you said you're addicted so you had to stop or something like that, you know, everyone's different. But like, if you're telling me you don't like sex, well, especially here, here's the big thing with the, this idea, people will like consume porn, but then shame like porn stars and porn workers. Like what? That's the only industry that is the case. Like you don't like, you don't go to Subway and like, you don't enjoy sandwiches and then go to Subway and shame the workers for making sandwiches. You don't, you don't do that. That is, so that's just a weird thing. So we got to stop shaming sex workers. A lot of them are pretty cool. Um, Honestly, I think dating a sex worker could be a little, I mean, you gotta, you gotta kind of come into a mindset with that. Um, because, uh, I, I always think about it as like, oh yeah, your girl's a porn star. Um, pros, uh, she could be really cool in the bedroom. Cons, uh, you can never ask her how her day at work was because you'll start crying. That, that's a big issue with that. But I don't know. Like if I had a, if I dated a girl with an OnlyFans, I'm holding the camera. I'm like, you're going to buy me a PS5. That PlayStation 5 is coming out soon and you're going to get it for me because you're selling pictures of your feet. And that shit is cool. I mean, like I'm holding the camera for that shit. Uh, 
So I'm not going to defeat myself. TJ, TJ Mar is, if you know him, uh, at Mar Audio on Instagram. Send him your feet pics. He loves that shit. But no, why do we keep shaming sex workers? We need to stop doing that shit. And also, and also, I think the big funny thing is like I was commenting, I saw that whoever posted this, and in the comments it was someone like doing like a vomiting thing. I'm like, you cannot tell me you think sex is gross. Unless you're asexual, you can't tell me you think sex is gross. That is the grossest thing. And uh, that's, that, no, you're wrong. Like, like, you can't tell me that shit. You can't tell me sex is gross. Everyone likes sex unless you're asexual. You, you cannot be commenting publicly how sex is gross. You can't. I don't, I don't even understand, like, Christians who are trying to, like, because, you know, I grew up in the purity culture. And like I've I've realized in regards to that, that's made my views on women really bad. And so I'm like trying to digress and try to learn and listen and like try to update my viewpoint on that. But when you say sex is gross, sex is not gross, people. It's pretty fucking awesome. So we got to stop acting like little bitches that we don't like sex. Okay, we got to stop acting like we don't like sex. Sex is great. And I encourage you all. I encourage all women to give a man a blowjob this week. If I can, I want that to happen. Every woman out there who's listening to this show, you need to go out, find a man, a good man, one you trust and will keep you safe. Me, for example, could be it, but I'm not sure if you're in Tennessee, hit me up, uh, shrugcast at gmail.com, uh, send in your resume, be good. But every woman, we need all give, let's all give a blowjob because someone out there thinks that's gross. Someone out there thinks sex is gross. And I'm here to shame those people. So let's, it's blowjob week this week. And we're all going to give blow girls out there. You know what? Guys can too. If you're gay, you can give a blowjob to another man. You know what? I, I accept that. I'm not going to accept one from you. FYI. I, I'm not, I don't want this. You need not apply. No discrimination, but I don't want it. That's just, that's just what I can say on that. So. As we conclude this uh, news topic, sex is cool, and I want everyone to have sex this week. Okay, next topic. <laughs> oh, this one's a good one. Twitch suspends Dragon Force guitars for playing his own music. <laughs> so uh, Twitch continues its DMCA takedown rampage, this time suspending the channel of Dragon Force guitarist Herman Lee for playing his own music. God damn. So... Uh, let me read the next part of this. Now, it, its wrath has been seemingly misapplied to a well-known artist, guitarist Herman Lee of Dragon Force, who has shifted his streaming activities over to the band's YouTube channel. So, obviously, I like Twitch. I use Twitch for my own, twitch.tv slash the Uh But a big thing with that, uh, what I'm saying here is the DMCA thing, I, I want to say there's a good and bad thing to it because I think, you know, musicians can get taken advantage of and uh i don't i like that i don't like that but i don't have anything like that um do i have anything no i don't think i have anything but no i think but like a lot of these are just bots that are going through and uh you know um as leo would say to mark come on mark don't be stingy and they can get pretty stingy with music like just you know, with the the other show, the Schwedcast. Oh, oh no, sorry, the Schwedcast. Um, with that, he like though like I think I had on the Jacqueline episode talked about like a Shark Tank episode or something like that, and they flagged that. That's what got flagged. And then I don't know. Like it's it's super weird because it's like a bot trying to determine if there is a 
music in there. So there's a pro and con to it. Obviously, you shouldn't intentionally be using another artist's music uh, like that because I feel like uh, cause artists work really hard and, you know, we need to make money too and stuff like that. But then, but then at this point, it's like it's the actual guitarist from uh, Dragon Force doing this. So even if you want to just like leave it up but copyright claim it, like he's going to get the money back for that. So it's not a big deal. That's the problem with like the boss. I think they're there's a lot of kinks we have to work out with uh you know bots and the dmca all that stuff uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a bit of a challenge it's gonna be an uphill battle uh but as miley cyrus would say it's the climb and i like that but more importantly and i really like that so you know as they say then i say let the conversation begin don't really stop that come on then i say let the conversation begin okay that's weird i gotta fix that um Anyways, let's move on to our next next article. All right. This one's out of Richmond, Texas, KTRK. Pole dancing skeletons deemed inappropriate for Texas neighborhood. That's funny. <laughs> so, Richmond, Texas. Uh, a Texas woman is in trouble with her homeowners association because of her skeleton strip club Halloween decorations, a theme that's being called inappropriate. Angela Dave opposed posed her Halloween skeletons as adult entertainers and eager patrons at a skeletal strip club. She says all the feedback she'd gotten has been positive until the homeowners association sent her a letter calling the display inappropriate and asking her to take it down. Novice says that's an overreaction. This is my way of being creative and having an outlet. There's no harm. I'm not hurting anyone. Just take it easy. It's only Halloween. She said, Novice says she was given until mid-November to remove the skeletons, which is fine by her. She planned to take them down after Halloween anyway. <laughs> so that's fucking stupid. <laughs> what an idiot. What the idiots. Uh, we've all been co- cooped up, and it's been just a terrible year, Novice says. We've just decided if this brings a little bit of joy and a little bit of smiles to someone, then we're doing everything right. Before she takes it down, Nava hopes the display brings some laughs and reminds people not to take things so seriously. Okay, I have, like, a question. I've never owned a home, so I live in an apartment, and this is my studio in an apartment, but uh, I make good-sounding music in here. But how does home so like associations work like i don't want to sign up for a home association unless it's like a security type thing uh papa Schweg just texted me he watched the new episode of the mandalorian which came out today as i'm rec- recording fridays comes out on mondays fyi and so i haven't got to watch it yet so hopefully i have dinner being delivered hopefully by the end oh it's actually being they're on their way now all right so it's gonna be outside my door for a minute i think i can get it before we do an ad break um Anyways, though, yeah, how do homeless, because my parents aren't in a homeowners association, but they also live in a small town, so I'm not super aware of that, but if they wanted me to sign up for that, like, what are the pros and cons of a homeowner association? I probably should have looked into that before I did this episode, but it sounds to me like it's just going to be a bunch of people bitching about what you keep on your own property, and isn't that the purpose of owning your own property, like, being able to do what you want with it, like, under, like, the law, you know, like... Like, I know you can't keep your grass super tall. Like, you got to mow your lawn and stuff like that. Uh, you know, most people want to keep their homes looking nice. Uh, not like how I keep my place. Uh, but I have depression. So it's sometimes hard for me to, like, keep up with everything. Uh, but so what would happen if she kept it up past mid-November? Like, 
They're going to call the cops or something? Like, hey, you need to remove that from your own property. It's like, no, I live here. Um, and it doesn't look like I'm breaking any laws. So she used to just keep it like, yeah, I don't even know how that works. I know like apartment complex, like you can't do that because the apartment's like, this is our property. You can't do that. I don't know. All right. But yeah, that's, that's a weird thing. Someone needs to like email me the at gmail.com, uh, how homeowner associations work, because I feel like I would just say, fuck you and, uh, figure that out. Uh, but no, let's, let's move on. So yeah, someone let me know how a homeowner association and I hope this person just tells these people to fuck off because this is her home and it's her life. So moving on, uh, this one's a fun, this one's a little fun, uh, Fun thing, billionaire Bill Gross accused of blaring Gilligan's Island theme song on loop at his neighbor. Oh, man, I'm drinking for this one. Oh, man. All right. So, Bond billionaire Bill Gross is involved in a legal battle with his tech entrepreneur neighbor over a $1 million sculpture and allegations that Gross blasted the Gilligan's Island theme song on loop from his house. Gross, the co-founder of investment firm PIMCO, or P-I-M-C-O, and his partner Amy Schwartz installed a large lighted glass art installation on their Laguna Beach property along the property line shared with their neighbors. Mark Taufik, CEO of data center development company Nextfort Ventures, and his wife Carol Nakara, according to lawsuit filed by Taufik and Nakara, Gross and Schwartz then installed larger poles and a protective net above the installation. Tofik and his wife alleged the art installation partially blocked their ocean views. Okay, so that's something you should act, you can actually be bad about. Not the fact that your neighbors has some some stupid fucking ugly thing. I had neighbors when well, my parents have neighbors. I don't know if they're the cell neighbors. But they had like a hedge that like they cut into a duck for, for some fucking reason. Like maybe that's a fetish or something. Uh, I don't know, but you know, that was that was that was weird. But it was kind of quirky too, so I, I think we let it go because, like, because we're not like completely TikToked and uh, we uh, like put our energy. I always put my energy like, how much energy am I going to put into this? Like, seriously, like this is a lot of energy for me to be putting into something that obviously doesn't matter. Like, let me just focus on writing some more fucking songs or something like that. Uh, after several months of unsuccessful attempts to discuss the matter with Gross, according to Tofik and Akahara, they filed a complaint with the city of Laguna Beach in June. The complaint prompted an investigation by the city that determined the installation, netting, and lights were a violation of the city code, did not have the proper permits, according to... Okay, that that's, you know, that makes sense. Even if you think it's like, oh, that's probably a little unfair uh, for that, and... Uh, Remember, uh, they could be in a little bit of trouble, in, you know, in, in case, you know, uh, Gross is this type of person. Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. So, like, they could be in a little bit of trouble if that's the case, but overall, yeah, okay, if, if it's going against a permit, like, because that could be dangerous, not only to them, uh, the homeowners, but to, like, the neighbors as well. So that's actually, you know, that actually could make a little bit of sense then. All right, shortly after Tafik and Nakahara alleged Gross began... Re- Retaliating against them by harassing and disturbing them with loud music and bizarre audios recordings at level. God, I love the pettiness of this guy. This guy is fucking awesome. This is the guy I inspire to be one day. Uh, get all that money and then like harass your neighbors who've been annoying you uh, during various hours of the day, including pop 
or rap music and often a series of television theme songs according to Lashi, including Gilligan's Island theme song on loop. God, I fucking love this. I love, I love, obviously I love drama, especially I love tea when it's other people's tea. I don't like my own uh, tea being spilled, but, uh, but oh my gosh, just like the idea, it's the Gilligan's Island's theme song on loop. Oh my gosh, I love that so much the pettiness of this man and like the savageness it's like um remember the beginning of the quarantine joe exotic it's like he created like a web he created like a web series maybe like 12 people would watch at most and it's just like here's the here's the 300th episode of fuck carol baskin and i love that and he like his entertainment industry was like big big cat entertainment or something like big cat rescue entertainment or something some shit like that oh man dude i love like when people are like that and just go all out to just like slightly and even just slightly annoy someone like that has to be that is my favorite like thing in life but no good good for that guy for getting his revenge but uh I don't know. I don't know who I can say is right in the situation. All I know is who I'm supporting in the situation, and that's the guy being savage. And so, uh, Mr. Gross, or maybe Dr. Gross, I'm, I'm assuming Mr. Gross. Gross doesn't seem like a doctor's name. Uh, good for you, man. Uh, hope everything works out for you. I'm on your side, even if you are wrong at this point, because kind of like, you know, you're my favorite in the situation. And, uh, Sip. uh, that was not the road. This is the type of guy you get. That was the right sound drop I wanted for it. So uh, keep up the good work, man. Uh, I appreciate you. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Gamefly. Most of you are already aware of Gamefly, but for those of you who don't, it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee. As a Twitch video game streamer myself, I know there are two types of game. One type is the game that you'll continue to go back to time and time again, like Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Brothers. And then there's those other games, you know, that you only play once and then never pick up again. And that is where Gamefly is perfect. Most games come in at around $60, these new AAA titles come in at $60, but with this link in the description of this episode, uh, your first two months will only be $10. I'm a subscriber myself, and uh, I played through Pokemon Sword, and I loved it so much that I wanted to keep that copy, and with just a click of a button, uh, and you just pay the little extra money, you get to keep the game that you rented from Gamefly. You don't even have to worry about anything else, and they'll go ahead and send you the next game. I'm excited for the month of October. I will be getting into Luigi's Mansion, because that is a very spooky game and uh how that's halloween so it's the spooky season which i am super excited to play that game i already got it in the mail and i'm excited uh for once october kind of rolls around i can start playing that game and it's super fun and awesome i love gamefly um like i said i'm a subscriber myself but you can get your first two months for ten dollars you just got to use the link in the description of this episode and you know what start playing those games This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, uh, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out as well, which I always like to look good working out. Hashtag pray for Micah. We all know what the drill. Um... 
With your purchase of any product from the FNX Fitness website, they even donate a gallon of water to a child in need, so you know that each purchase you make uh, really is helping someone out. Uh, using promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description of this episode, you can save 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code SWEGCAST or link in the description down below. Save 15% on some great performance supplements. Okay, so we are done with the news. Let's get on to the bullshit I've been thinking of this week. All right. So I was talking to my fat, the fattest friend I have, the fattest man I may even, I think I know, I may know fatter people than him, but he's my fattest friend. Uh, you may know him as Micah Chrisman or MJ Chrisman. Uh, I call him big guy because he is a big guy and also hashtag pray for Micah. Always remember that. We were, we were just tack chatting because we're friends and, uh, I think I was talking, I sent him like a TikTok of this guy talking about like a study that said that uh, uh, fatter men uh, actually last longer in bed than skinnier men. Like their like stamina in bed in their, I don't know if stamina is the best word, but like they last longer in bed than skinny men. Um, there's some science behind it. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm okay with accepting that fact, um, even if I don't accept that. But I did, I did see like a couple articles. I did like a light Google search. I did see some that like men, fat men last longer in bed. So like that, the guy like TikTok that. So I said, I'm like, I'm like, this guy's our Jesus or something like that. And he's like, you need to give some advice to fat people, you know, because like, I mean, you, you used to be a lot fatter, but now you're a lot skinnier because, you know, we had a weight loss contest and I, I lost like 30 some pounds and Micah lost four or five and then gained it back. Hashtag pray for Micah. Remember that. And so like, he was like, maybe you should give some advice to fat people because you seem to be kind of know the life hacks on it so let me get into that here obviously i told you that fat men last longer in bed than skinny guys so ladies you listening here and i remember we made all, all made that pledge to um ladies to give a blow job this week men receive a blow job this week uh it's the the core of that of that idea so i really i really want to keep pushing forward with our our agreement to all receive give slash receive blow jobs this week so, and maybe that could lead to other things, ladies, you know, maybe he'll go down on you. I always encourage a man to go down on a woman, as Smash Mouth would say, a king who doesn't is no king at all. And that is part of my life that I live by. And I hope you all live by that too, because going down on a woman is important. It's just as important. Uh, you know, obviously we can say, hey, you need to wash up down there, or hey, you need to shave down there. That's acceptable things to say, because if, it, if you're not into it, I always say, uh, Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. Don't, man, you have to look this certain way. But also, it's like, if it doesn't get your pee-pee hard, it's not worth it. And for women, if it doesn't make it wet, you don't get that wop down there, things got to change. You got to work with your partners, people. You got to work with your partners. Shave, shave parts of your body you want mouth, a mouth on. You know what? That's that's what I'll say. Um, also, a little, so I'm so here's another life hack. Uh, sitting in a chair backwards hides your stomach. So, you know, get that chair, put it down. You know, got that cover right here covers your stomach. People are like, oh man, this guy's in pretty good shape. A little ha that's a little hack I learned from uh, Garth Brooks' uh, "The Road I'm On" documentary on Netflix. There's two parts to it. You're gonna have to watch it over the span of a week because it's kind of hard to get through. Uh, but no, anyways, young. Yeah sitting back you know on the stomach uh for the ladies out there just always remember if there's nothing to smack he ain't a snack 
So stay away from skinny white boys. Come for them thick boys with facial hair. Um, minimum of what I got because I'm selfish and uh, I'm being Come stingy. On, Mark, don't be stingy. So that's important. But no, you gotta stay with. The, you gotta have a little meat on his bones. You know. Uh, you know, muscles are cool and all. And I, you know, I wish I had muscles. But also, like, do you really want to be with a guy who was like? Like, hey, let's go out for a burger. Hey, let's get some pizza. You know, don't you want to be with that guy? You don't want to be with the guys like, no, nah, I'm just going to eat uh, just boiled chicken and uh, every day for the rest of my life. And uh, yeah, I'm looking at my, I'm going to be spending three hours in the gym. Uh, sorry, I can't hang out with you. I got to go to the gym tonight. And this guy's like, hey, you want to drink an entire bottle of wine and then uh, eat some pizza? That's the guy you want, ladies. That's the guy you want. And that's the guy you're going to give a blowjob to this week. Okay. We all agreed, ladies, we're giving blowjobs this week. You're giving blowjobs this week, and uh, we're not getting away from that at all. That is a fact that we're living by. Uh, also, remember remember my slogan, bisexual woman? Do not care about your man boobs. It was with a woman who was bisexual, and she grabbed my boobs once. And I don't think, she, I think it was just out of habit for her. I think it was with a woman before me. Dude, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Dude, it was pretty great. Um, also, my last hack for you, start watching cooking shows. I don't care if you're hungry or not. you got to start watching cooking shows. Bending with Babish. This is YouTube, so here's the free stuff. Bending with Babish. Sam the Cooking Guy. It's not me. I know my Christian name is Sam, but I'm Shweezy. Sam the Cooking Guy is pretty great. Um, there's a first we feast. That's uh, obviously hot ones is on there, but they have some actual food shows, which is really good. Uh, so if you're if you're a fat guy like me, that stuff, that stuff is satisfying to watch. I don't know why. Uh, it's like food porn. I don't. I want to know food porn, but I think it stimulates the same part of your brain porn does. And I'm all about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Dead ass. You know what I'm saying? Woo! <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. So that's what I have. To, so if you're a fat guy, I hope you took that advice to heart and uh, really decided that you're going to move forward uh, perfectly with that information. All right. Next up, I see here. Oh, so. Oh, now here we go. So I'm work. I have a little project I'm working on. Uh, this is. I'm assuming that quarantine is eventually going to end. Uh, and with that realization. <laughs> I want to say that I'm working. We have to be ending here soon. Like, I feel like we're getting, I know everyone's like, oh, we're not going to have a vaccine. Trump's lying about the vaccine. But some actual doctors are saying we might have a good vaccine soon. How soon everyone's going to get it? Questionable. That it is questionable when everyone's going to get it. I don't think there's still trials. Like, I think Joe Rogan had Alex Jones on. He's like, oh, there's bad side effects to the current vaccine we have here. Bill Gates actually admitted to that, and Joe Rogan's like, yeah, we fact-checked everything he said on the spot. Jamie was probably like, <laughs> he was like, oh my god, oh my god. He's like probably dying after the episode, uh, having to fact-check everything, but no, I don't think they, there's some one vaccine trial they have that has some pretty brutal side effects, so they're waiting on one. If there is side effects, it's not that bad. But I don't know, like, just follow the FDA, I believe they're right. Uh, make sure they're gonna they're gonna make sure that. And if you're an anti-vaxxer, fuck, go fuck yourself for real. Go fuck yourself. You're harming a child. Um, my beliefs on that is, I feel like you sh do have the right to not vaccinate your child. However, if your child contracts like measles or uh, polio or a very preventable disease, something like that, that's child abuse. Your child's taken away from you. That's 100 percent my uh, beliefs on that. Like, because that's just as bad as like 
hitting a child. Like, come on. You're giving them a disease that they don't need to have. Come on. Come on, people. Don't don't fuck up. And if you're an anti-vaxxer listening to the show, I hope you fucking burn in hell. Because I don't care about you or your opinions. All right. But no, anyways, so how did I get into that? Okay. So yeah, I'm working on my post-COVID. Yeah, I'm working on a post-COVID life. And I'm going to be working. I want to start touring again. I want to get touring full throttle uh, because, as you know, Sip. And that's rough, buddy. No, it's still not. This is the type of guy you get. That's the sound. I need to, like, figure out a good labeling system for my soundboard. Anyways, uh, so like I said, yeah, I'm working on, like, my post-COVID touring ideas. Um, So I'm I'm thinking about I want to meet a woman in all the major cities in America and, you know, you know, like a, a female, you know, friend. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, what I want to do is have them, uh, like, you know, I want that. I want them all major cities so I can go to their city, hang Hey, let's hang out. You know, after that, I'm going to play the show. I'm going to hang out with you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyone having the band, like, you guys head, you guys head out. I'm going to hang out with her, you know? And then, you know, we hang out. And like, I want to, like, I want to be, I want to I want to be the Johnny Appleseed of touring right now. You know, that's my idea. I want to be like a little Johnny Appleseed. And obviously some of you may think I'm not thinking these women very highly. I do. I want them to be good women. You know what? If there's a woman, if there's a woman I'm attracted to and, uh, she was in a band touring and when every time she comes to Nashville, she wants to see me, I'd feel honored. I feel like that's pretty great. You know, obviously let's take our feelings out of that. Uh, obviously I think I'm going to talk about like, uh, friends with benefits a little bit later in the advice section, but anyways, if we, we take our feelings out of that, I feel like, you know, that's pretty fun. You know, I, I do that. I'd have multiple women do that with me if they wanted to. I don't look down on anyone, anyone like that. Like I said, sex is cool and we should all be pro sex. Like if you, if a woman has a lot of sex, we shouldn't, we shouldn't call that a bad thing. Not, I mean, she gets tested and tries to make sure she stays safe. What the hell's wrong with that? Why do we look down on that? I think it's just, you know, fundamental Christian evangelicals who do that shit. And I'm fucking moving forward from that, and you should too. And so, ladies, <laughs> this is like the worst pitch ever. If you would like to be part of my Johnny Appleseed journey, uh, follow me on Instagram, at the Shweezy. You can just slide in there. Hey, I want to be part of your, uh, I want to be one of your apple trees or whatever like that. And be like, I'll look at your credentials, and I'll be like, I am down for that shit. Uh, so if you, and my qualifications, like, you don't, like, obviously you don't have to be a 10 out of 10. I'm not a 10 out of 10, but if you can get my PP hard, you're on board. All right, let's move on to the next topic. So I don't, man, this one's gone really downhill. All right. All right. So I, I've decided to start a new type of segment type thing. I'm going to see if this works or not, but we see. Um, so I'm on Tinder, as most of you know, because I'm bars aren't open, so I can't go out to bars and meet women, but I can meet horrible people on the internet. And it's like, it's, I mean, you know, meet horrible people in uh, the real world versus horrible people on the internet. Same thing, you know. This is the type of guy you get. And, you know, they know I'm the type of guy they're getting, so sucks to be them. So, all right. Anyway, so, yeah, I found someone named Alex on uh the tinder um what did i send my dad oh sorry it was just a funny tiktok i thought he'd like um so anyways i saw someone named alex and i'm saying someone because as i get into this 
I'm going to figure out a rating scale of how I one of them. And I, I want you to decide. I'm going to read the bio. And then I want you to decide, did I swipe right or did I swipe left? Because then I'm, I'm going to go. The idea is I'm going to read the bio. Then I'm going to tell you if I thought they were hot or not or if I was attracted to them. And then I'm going to, man, I want you to just kind of make your guesses. So here's the bio. Name is Alex. Here's the bio. Uh, also, uh, schooling is pizza, four miles away. The only thing we have in common is Black Lives Matter. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. Uh, bio, they slash them, indigenous rights, autistic, goofy, cat dad, nerd, monsieur, hobbit adventurer, arts and crafts. I like cooking with friends, watching old DVDs, talking until sunrise, leisure biking, cuddling, crafting together, dancing, and some other stuff. Let's be pen pals, dance parties. All right. So I'll make your guesses here if I swiped right, this is my right, or if I swiped left, not from my left. Okay. So on a scale, I didn't think... So, I have my Tinder set up. I only want to talk to women. I don't... Obviously, I don't have any problem with anyone being a they, them, or a non-binary, or even trans, for the matter of fact, but... I want to see women on my Tinder, okay? I don't want to see non-binary people on my Tinder. I'm attracted to women, and I feel like... I think this might be a problem with Tinder at the moment, where they don't have it set up properly for non-binary people on the site. So, one thing I'm thinking, that I'm assuming this is someone who is attracted to men, and I'm going to assume born with a vagina. If I'm going to go with that case, looks not too bad. I, I could, I could, I could get it up. Um, but the the bio, guess me the the they them. That's I think that's what really bothers me. I like women. I. I'll tell you this, I like women, and I don't think there's anything wrong with my sexuality being that I like women. I think the problem is when I think that someone else should not be that way or, like, be a different gender or whatever, stuff like that. That's where the problem lies. And I think this is a problem I have with Tinder. Like, the idea, I don't want to date someone who's non-binary because there's the idea that they're going to get misgendered all the time because... Let's be honest, there's more men and women than there are non-binary people. So I feel like that is a big problem with Tinder right now. We, have, we don't have anything figured out with the non-binary people. Now, I feel like there's a little bit, it's a little bit better if you're tra- like trans male, trans female, or trans man, trans woman. It's probably the best, better term. Um, because I think like in regards to that, though, so let's say you're trans female and you want to date a man, you want to date... A man, even a trans man, you know, sometimes that works out too. Um, that's decently easy. You just got to put in your Bible, I'm trans, FYI. So you're okay with that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, it all makes sense, you know. I've seen very attractive trans women. I'll, I'll be honest, I've seen very attractive trans women. Um, the penis is going to be a big deal breaker for me, FYI. But I'm also kind of curious, though, with a trans woman. Like, you're obviously like very attractive to them. Uh, and they got the bottom surgery done. I'm like, what does that feel like? You know, you'd be curious too. Y- y'all are curious too. 
And like, if it's really good, like, do you write a thank you letter to the doctor? For real, like, I don't know. So the they them part, I feel like Tinder needs to figure that out. And I don't, and I'm saying, I don't think there's anything wrong with Tinder not having it figured out. Cause that's a weird, it's a weird place to be because in the ideal situation, like the only people they should be matching with is anyone someone in like the pansexual area i don't know like and that's the thing though like you're you're a straight man you're attracted to women however you run across someone who identifies as non-binary they them and you're like you can get your pee-pee hard for them and you're attracted to them what does that make you I, i mean i've said that before on the show but at the same time i don't know okay uh indigenous rights okay i agree with that i can get behind that i mean obviously i'm not like a fucking monster i feel like uh obviously my lineage has some jewish i think in part i have native american in me i'm not gonna get a card fyi i'm not that dick um but i don't know i'm down for indigenous rights like it's just basic human rights at this point and like yeah i'm fine with that i can get behind that uh autistic yeah um i mean you got to meet the person first if they're autistic. Like, you got to meet them first. Like, that's going to be a, that's a, that can be brutal. Because, like, sometimes, like, if they, they could, man, this is really, this one's gone really bad. This episode's got real bad. But, like, if you, if you can, if that's not a deal breaker for you, and, because aut- autism's a spectrum, obviously, but if her place on the spectrum doesn't bother you, I guess it could work out. I don't think internet dating is going to be the best place for this, FYI. Uh, goofy is the next one. Um, I don't think it's the Goofy I'm thinking of. I think she's just Goofy. Um, or Sorry. Sorry, everyone. They are Goofy. Uh, cat Dad. Okay. And then that's that's the situation. I love cats, obviously. Um, I want to get a cat. I'm thinking about getting one um, all the time. You know, just, I want to get a black cat. Name it Crookshanks. I know it's not accurate to Harry Potter, but black cats are cool. Because everyone, they usually get hate, and then so they're all extra lovable. I don't, cat dad, though, do we have, like, a gender-neutral term for, like, a parent who's not male or female? Because I, I assume male father, male is fa- men, father, woman, mother. They identify as a dad. Um. Uh, so... Maybe dad isn't the best word. Uh, maybe I would just say cat parent. What do you, what do we, if you're non-binary and you have a kid, what do you, your kids call you? Do they just call you dad or mom? Do we, have we figured that out? Have we gotten that far yet? And um, Have we gotten that far in our uh, quest to be woke or shwoke? Is that how far we got? Okay. Bo- nerd monsieur? Are you into nerdy things like Star Wars and Harry Potter, or are you into, like, the candy nerd? You need to identify that. I would put nerd candy monsieur. Okay. Hobbit Adventure Earth. So that could be with that, Hobbit. That's cool. I would get down with that. Um, arts and crafts. I don't, I don't know. I like music, but I don't know if I want to be making paper mache dolls or whatever. Like cooking with friends, watching old DVDs. See, that's that might be a problem for me. Uh, they they're twenty six, but they say old DVDs. You're a year younger than me. Old means VHS. Okay, come on. 
I'm not going to watch an old DVD. We're going to watch an old VHS. I Shrek on VHS. I Shrek digitally. Um, I would rather watch on VHS, but that's just me um, watching old DVDs, talking until sunrise. That's fun. That's a, that's a ride or die partner type of thing. Leisure biking. It can be fun. Cuddling. Down for that. Crafting together. And dancing and some other stuff. Okay. That's, that's not bad. That's a pro. Um, anyway, so, yeah, um, I rate this person, uh, that this day down, um, a swipe left. I'm not into this. I'm not. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Oh, I hit that twice. Okay. Anyways, yep, that's how I got it there. Um, all right, let's move on. Okay, I got one more topic until our next ad break. Um, okay, so someone sent this into my Instagram. On the next Cancel Sweezy, could you please do another drunk movie review? My suggestion is The Wizard of Oz, but feel free to make your own pick, obviously. Okay, so if that's a big thing, if you like the movie reviews, um, I am down for that. Um, so yeah, well, let's just go through The Wizard of Oz. I didn't rewatch it, FYI, um, because... Here's my reason why I didn't have to rewatch The Wizard of Oz. I've already seen it enough times. I'm from Kansas, people. You know how many times I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm from Kansas. Oh, you're not in Kansas anymore. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. All right. So, yeah, I'm from Kansas. Also, in 2009, the 70th anniversary, which is weird to think that was 11 years ago. I was in high school. I played the drums in the musical. So, I, I know it pretty well. That was, like, a lot of rehearsals. And then we also had, like, five actu- five or six actual shows. I know what I'm doing. This is the type of guy you get. So don't don't judge me for not wanting to rewatch this thing. Also, I don't have HBO Max, so I can't watch it anyways. Um, so a um, couple thoughts I had on this. I wrote this all down. Um, first thing, uh, I wonder how many munchkins I could take down before they took me down. So obviously, there's a kind of, there's like a struggle. It's like, how many five-year-olds could you kill before they kill you? Um, it's like, how many? I, I'm kind of wondering about that. I think I could take out 10. I feel like if I put my heart to it, I could take out 10 before they take out me. That is a, uh, yeah, I think I could take that down. Uh, that's how many I think I could take down. Probably they were all drunk when they were doing the musical and hung over and like we're like grabbing Judy Garland's butt. Man, this movie, I can't wait for the Gen Z to take this, cancel this one because uh, it's going to be taken down fast. All right. Next thing I want to say. So are we not going to talk about how Dorothy just killed a bitch with a house and then, like, is sent on a mission to kill another bitch? Like, I know they're witches, but... And they're technically evil, but still, like, she just showed up. Like, she didn't get to, she didn't get to hear both sides. Oh, hello, Dorothy. You got to take... Here's some shoes for you. Uh, keep them away from them and try to kill her. <laughs> like, seriously? Like, like hey, I don't, I, I don't know you. And I didn't mean to kill this person, but I feel like I should know a little something before anything else happens, you know? I don't know. That's, uh, that is, that is something with that. I, I feel like Dorothy didn't get every side of the story. Uh, I know the Oz, the Great and Powerful isn't canon, but still, like, really? I don't, I don't know, uh. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I don't know. Like, just killing people. I don't know. You shouldn't just try to kill people. That's wrong, people. Killing people is wrong. Okay, and also, is no one going to talk about how every male character in that story is gay? All of them. Scarecrow, Tin Man, Lion, the Cowardly Lion, the guy at the entrance of Oz is like, nobody sees the wizard. Not no way. Not no how. I'm like, that guy's gay. Like, he's gay. That guy is gay. We need to stop... 
we got to start moving into the 21st century and realizing that there's a lot of gay characters in movies that we covered up because we were terrible people back in 1939. And no, the Cowardly Lion was the most gay of all of them. But uh, I would say if I could rank them on their gayness, those five and the wizard, uh, wizard was the least gay. Um, Scarecrow is number four. The not, no way, not no how. Uh, that guy's like third. Tin Man is second on the list of how gay he is. And then the Cowardly Lion is the most gay character out of all. Doesn't he wear like bows in the movie or something like that? Oh, oh someone's nice. No, I just got an email. Sorry, people. Um, no, like he was wearing bows and shit in the movie. Like, yeah, that guy's gay. Like, and like I say, not like there's anything wrong with that, but we got to stop. If you're gay, you got to stop hiding being gay. Just be gay. Like, so we can all just say, oh, I don't care. You know, don't hide it. Um, oh yeah. So like those trees, like she was like, oh, I'm going to take an apple. And then she tries to take it and the tree just like punches a bitch. Uh, uh, they had every right to kill Dorothy. They should have killed Dorothy, honestly. Like, they don't know me. You're trying to, like, imagine someone, like, comes in and just, like, pulls your hair. You're not going to take that from anyone. All right, food at my door. All right. Um, not going to take that shit from anyone. That's so fucking toxic. And, like, no, they should have killed Dorothy. They had every right to kill Dorothy. Uh, another thing I want to say, um, as a fan of dogs and movies... Uh, pointing to my Airbud poster for the listeners. Uh, Toto was the best character that was of Oz. Um, if I could bring back, assuming every character in that movie is dead, uh, but if I could bring back, resurrect any character from that movie, it would be Toto, like, obviously. Obviously, I'd bring back Toto. Toto is a ride or die. Toto is the best character in The Wizard of Oz and the only character worth celebrating to this day. Also, how the fuck do you die from water? Like, doesn't, like, every creature on Earth need water to survive? Like, mammals, at least. How the fuck do you die every just sip of water? Oh, my tongue! My tongue is melting. Like, there's no way. No feasible way. It's like, no, now you're dead. Like, what? That's how you die? Water? Who thought of that? That's such lazy fucking writing. Water? You die from Water? Jesus Christ, water? That's lazy writing. I don't I can't remember the authors of this book, but that's fucking lazy writing, you son of a bitch. And I hope I hope you died from like a water overdose. How sad would that fucking be? How'd you die? Oh, he drank a lot of water and he died. Did he like drown in a pool in the water he was consuming the water? Nah, he was drinking it from the tap in the sink. Jesus Christ, dude. Water? You died from water? That's so fucking stupid. And uh, the last thing I want to say about this this movie, when Dorothy's getting ready to leave, she's saying her goodbyes. I'm going to miss you, lion. I'm going to miss you, Tin Man. And then, I know Family Guys cover this, but I, I still get pissed off every time I hear it. I'm going to miss you most of all, Scarecrow. What the fuck? That is the rudest fucking shit ever. The other two people you're saying you're going to miss were right there. And like, oh, Dorothy, I kind of think you're a bitch now. And I don't really care. I hope you die on the way back. That's what I would say. Because I've learned that I have to start being more confident and not being so passive with people. 
And I think Dorothy should have died on her way back to Kansas because I don't want her in my home state. Uh, she is not a free stater. She does not represent the state of Kansas. And you know what? I hope, I hope that I'm going to miss you most of all, Scarecrow. Imagine you have three close friends and you tell two of them I'm going to miss you and then tell the third, but I'm going to miss you most of all. That's fucking rude, dude. Like, for real. Damn, dude. That is cold as fuck. And you know what? I don't have, like, an obvious rating for this film. Obviously, there's a lot of holes. This movie makes no fucking sense. All right, you need to go see this wizard. Um, Take these shoes with you. They're magic, but you don't know how to use them. Oh, by the way, you were always able to go home this whole time. I just wanted you to kill this bitch. What? Okay, I'm done with this. I'm done talking about the Wizard of Oz. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Duke Cannon Supply Company's Beer and Bourbon Box. Uh, Duke Cannon hails from a simpler time, a time when the term handyman was redundant, a time when chivalry wasn't considered old-fashioned. Duke Cannon's purpose is simple, to make superior quality grooming goods that meet the high standards of hard-working men. In the history of great duos, the partnership of beer and bourbon is even more important to our way of life than mac and cheese or... If you're British, fish and chips. Comes complete with three big beer soaps, a deliciously scented sandalwood soap made with old Milwaukee beer, a fresh citrus woodsy offering made with the Deschutes Fresh Squeezed IPA, and a warm cedar scent made with Budweiser and one big American bourbon soap. And a rich oak barrel scented bar made with Buffalo Trace bourbon. A perfect gift for the gentleman who appreciates a fine drink and a distinguished fragrance. Use the link in our description to get free shipping on your order over $20. This episode of the Schwedcast is brought to you by Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo codes, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It is 100% free, and at no point will you have to pay for it with any microtransactions. It's just as simple as pressing a single button, and you can start saving money. It's that simple. I use Honey myself. I've been using it for years, and it's a great way to save money on pizza. It's a great way to for me to buy audio equipment online. It always saves me money. I've gotten 40%. I've gotten 50% even before. It is so great. I love Honey, and you will too. And if you don't use Honey, it's basically throwing money away. So use the link in the description of this episode. S- install it on your web browser, whether that's Chrome, Safari, Oprah, Opera, whatever it's called, and start saving money on things you buy every day anyways. Okay, my food got faster here than I wanted it to be, but we are on to me giving advice to your problems. If you want me to solve your marital or relationship or just general problems you have in your life, uh, feel free. Email the at gmail.com. I'd be more than happy to help you out. Because, uh, as you know, this is the type of guy you get. And uh, I guide others to a treasure I cannot possess. So let me take a good old glug, the rest of this bottle of wine, and let's get going. All right. Let's see here. Oh, boy, this one's gotten rough. Okay. My stepbrother wrote creepy sex stories with us as the main character. That's rough, buddy. 
I got that just for this episode, and it's probably going to stay for a while. Okay, I mean, there's... Should have put a TLD... There was a TLDR, but that was the title of this, so I'm going to read the whole thing. Um... My mom and dad got divorced four years ago. After the divorce, my mom quickly found a new guy and dragged me halfway across the country to marry him. Now I live with him and his son, David, together in his house. I always found David a bit weird and strange. He's more of a loner and hasn't really any friends, so I tried to be friendly to him. I pretended to show interest in his hobbies and gave him fashion advice. But I guess this was a mistake since he started making awkward jokes about how weird it would be if we started dating. He also started to give me unwanted compliments and began acting really bitter towards my boyfriend. I talked to him about this and put an end to this, or so I thought. Yesterday, I texted him to ask if I could move a series from his hard drive onto my laptop, and he told me where to find his hard drive. It wasn't where he said it would be, so I looked through the desk and found what I thought was the same hard drive I plugged it into my laptop and quickly realized it wasn't the same one he kept the series on. It only had one folder titled Sex Stories. At that point, I should have stopped looking, but I didn't. I know snooping is wrong, and I really have no excuse. As it turned out, the folder contained over 30 sex stories my stepbrother wrote himself. Didn't read all of them, but the few I read all followed more or less the same pattern. The protagonist, who resembles my stepbrother, has a crush on his stepsister, who looks exactly like me. The protagonist is a great guy, and not like all these awful guys who don't respect her or women in general, but his stepsister won't see it until some bullshit happens. Stepsister's boyfriend dumps her for another girl, and she finds comfort in her stepbrother's arms, or stepsister's boyfriend leaves her shortly before prom. She is forced to go with her stepbrother, but finds out how great he is, or he saves his stepsister from a drunk in a bar. <laughs> you get the idea. Then they proceed to have the greatest sex ever, and his stepsister falls in love with him, and finally sees what a great guy he is. This whole stuff was truly creepy and freaked the fuck out of me. I got genuinely scared of my stepbro, but when I told my parents about this, they didn't really seem to care and just told him to debate, delete the stories. I got really angry at my parents for not talking, taking my worries seriously. I packed my things and left to stay with my best friend. I don't know where to go from here. What should I do next? Oof. Oof, by Shweezy, out now on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you're listening to music at. But the TLDR from the advice I'm going to give is this. That's rough, buddy. But here we go. I'm going to give real advice now. Um, does If he doesn't know you found that, I'm just going to be honest with you. Just don't bring it up ever. Just don't. Don't bring it up. It sounds like he may, they may already, he may already know about it. Um... But, uh, yeah, I think the best thing I can tell you to do is be honest and tell him, hey, look, I will never be interested in you. You give my make my pussy super dry, and that's it. I like you. I think I like you as my brother, and I really hope good things for you, and I want the best for you. But, obviously, there's no sexual feelings towards you, obviously. Uh, only thing—honestly, though, like, be like, look— 
if this was the real world, obviously we probably wouldn't be ever talk to each other if it wasn't for the situation where we're step siblings. Um, obviously, like step sibling porn is like super popular right now, and I'm in a weird position because my parents are happily married, and I only have a brother who's gay, and I'm not gay, so I'm not attracted to him. And definitely, I think if I was gay, he would definitely not be my type. Like, I could, I think he would be a twink, but. Also, gay guys I know call me a twink, and I don't know if I should be offended by that. But, uh, yeah, I think the big thing is don't bring up the stories. I feel like those stories he has was, like, supposed to be, like, a fantasy. Most guys just keep that shit in their head and never tell anyone about it because men are not supposed to have feelings. And women are like, oh, men can have feelings. I'm like, really? Are you really attracted to a man crying right now? Seriously, like, I also, like, also the men crying situation. Men were like, women have been like, men need to start crying. You don't want men to start crying. You don't. You are attracted to men because they're tough and, like, they have, like, a strong sensibility to them. Crying is a weakness. You do not want that fucking shit. You want a man to cry if he's your ride or die, he's with you for life, and he'll just open up to you. You like that shit. Like, you have to be in love with the person first. You don't want a man to cry if you're not in love with him. Let's just be honest. Women, stop bringing that shit up. Men are not supposed to cry. You're not attracted to that shit. Stop saying men should. You know that's fucking bullshit. Anyways, best advice I can give this chick. Um, do not bring up the, that you found the stories. Just say, hey, look, you need to understand that this, that you make my pussy dry. I like you. But I'm, there's no sexual desire involved with you. Um, I just, I'm being nice because I can't be. And also, I have, that is a big thing with men. Women, we need to figure that out with, women need to figure that out. So, I obviously understand that, like, if you go to a bar, the bartender's like a hot chick. They're hired because they're a hot chick. And at the same time, they're going to be nice to you because they want tips. They want, you know, they need money and stuff like that, you know. And I obviously don't think that's, I, I don't degrade women for that, but there's like this part of me, it's like, obviously, like, I enjoy being treated nicely, you know, obviously, uh, as someone with who tries to stay confident but does really have low self-esteem, uh, you know, it's like, oh, okay. But then at the same time, it's like, oh, they're only being nice to me because it's their job. But then at the same time, it's like, maybe they're being nice to me because they actually like me. Like, that's like that part of your brain, you know, like that stupid part of your brain that just says the stupid shit. I don't know. But no, anyways, like, I don't know. Most people just be nice to be nice. Um, men just want to jizz. Like, like I've been, like, I've say, like, jizz, like, men jacking off, like, just needing to nut is poison. Like, they're trying to get out of their bodies. Because we just, we just need a nut sometimes, you know? That's just, it's just science, you know? It's just, you know, men's hormones. Like, we're just, I think we're just meant to be, like, we need to nut all the time, you know? Like, maybe one, at least once or twice a day. Sometimes, and then women just, you know, women don't have that feeling. Like, they don't need to, like, be, like, masturbating all the time. But, like, men just got to get the poison out of their body. That's the big thing with that. So, I feel like if you can get a ride or die who supports that, just like, okay, I'm not horny right now. You are. Go figure that shit out yourself and meet me back here. The problem only lies is when your partner's like, when the woman in the situation's like, hey, I want you to rail me. And then you're like, nah, I'd rather just masturbate. That's a problem. But, you know, men, I, I told a, I worked at like a day job once. I talked to a single mother and she had like a 15, 16 year old son. 
And then I was like, I guess we were talking, I don't know why we were talking about this at work, but it was like, so men just like, do men need to like, just get off all the time? Like, yeah. And so your son probably does need to get off all the time. So just like, be mindful of that. Cause it's different. Like women's sex drives and women, men's sex drives can be a lot different. Uh, sometimes like some women have like never had an orgasm ever. And they're like, they can get to like the age of like 40 and like, I've had a lot of sex. I've just never orgasmed. I need a woman who like knows what she wants and how I can like figure that shit out. It's like a puzzle, you know, you just like solve the puzzle. Anyways, I've spent too much time on this. Okay. Uh, so, uh, best advice I can give you, um, just do not bring up that, that you found the story. Just tell him your honest feelings. I got others to a treasure I cannot possess. All right. Next advice. My son walked in on us. God damn. Woo. Oh, I ran. I finished the bottle, people. I finished the bottle. Okay. My 15-year-old son walked in on us at the worst possible moment. Bright lit lights and doggy. He screamed and went to his room. I tried to talk to him, but he kicked me out of his room. It's been three days and still doesn't talk to me or look me in the eyes. He's acting mad at me. His dad's making me talk to him. It's probably for the best because he's frustrated easily and says he isn't supposed to. How do I approach him? And it's since he is avoiding me at all costs. Okay, it sounds like it's a mother... It's, this is a mother's problem. Um, so he, so it's easy to say he's the one at fault because he walked in. He didn't knock. I'm a big believer in knocking. Obviously, I have Midwest parents. They they knocked and then walked in because it was this is my house. Never caught me masturbating though. They never caught me masturbating. So take note. I'm. So I've not had my parents walked in. However, if you are if you are a mom of boys, be mindful they might be masturbating. Don't don't be that. You know. Um, anyways, though, um, I think your son not. Tr- you need to have that conversation with your son. Uh, you may have to you know be a dick a little bit to get him to talk and just be like, "Hey, look, me and your father are doing really well, and uh, we're we don't have a plan to get divorced. Uh, we love each other." And we're married. Obviously, you exist. So, obviously, we do this shit. And we still love each other. So, we're going to continue to do this shit. What we're going to do from now on is we're going to lock the door so you don't walk in on this shit. Obviously, it was an awful thing for you to walk in on us. Especially doggy style. Because I guess most women think that's degrading. But some women like it. I, I can get down with it. I don't like watching it in porn. But real life, I can get down with it. Uh, so, like, look, I'm sorry you had to see that, but look, we're going to keep doing this. we got to stop. we got to move forward from this, and we're not going to talk about it. You know, obviously, it's, it's one of those things where you just may not talk about it. Like, look, I'm sorry this happened. Next time, we're going to continue to lock the door from this point forward. Also, if you hear me gasping, it's probably not come in. I've never walked in on my parents having sex. I've heard them. Many times. Mom and dad, if you're listening to this, yes, I've heard you had sex multiple times. Even as an adult, when I've just come by to visit for like Christmas and stuff, I've heard it. I heard it. And you know what? I'm like, my reaction, good for you guys. You deserve it. So anyways, that's that's probably the best advice I can give in regards to that. Um, yeah, I mean, just be like, you know what? There's a lot of kids out there whose parents are divorced. We still love each other. 
we like to fuck. And you know what? We're going to lock the door. Um, just get over that. A lot of kids have walked in on their parents having sex. I haven't, but I've, I, can, I could easily put a survey out there. Have you walked in on your parents having sex? I'm going to get a lot of people saying yes, because if your parents are still together, I mean, a lot of parents divorce, but maybe even step-parents. I, just, I guess my parents were a little bit smarter than I was. Dude, I remember one time, uh, I was young. I was living in Kansas, so... Kansas, I was young. Missouri, I was older. That's a good look. Tennessee, I was an adult. Uh, but uh, my parents were like, all right, you and your brother got to play outside for exactly one hour. No going in the house. I'm like, and at the time, we were just like, oh, okay. And so we were just like sitting on the swing. But we literally weren't playing. We were just sitting down, like doing nothing <laughs> for an hour. I don't know why we didn't think like let's bring our Game Boys outside or some shit like that. No, we were just outside playing for an hour, and like as an adult, as oh they were fucking, they were just in the mood to fuck. So good for them. I'm, I'm, you know what, mom and dad, if you're listening to this, I'm very glad you're having sex still, and I hope you have sex for many more years to come. I hope. I know, dad, you had a hemorrhoid and told me very last minute before you got surgery. Uh, I hope everything works out for you. I hope your sex life is great uh, and everything, uh, but I hope I never have to walk in on you doing doggy style because I feel like that's the worst position for me to walk in on. All right. All right, next advice I can give you. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, you're hating this. Okay, how do I tell my entitled friends with benefits I'm not his girlfriend? Oof. That's rough, buddy. That's all I can say to that. Um, from the title, let's read this. Okay. Whew. I didn't know how to title this one, so hear me out. I first met my, this guy last year, but he wasn't single. I got along with him, but nothing happened since the summer. And then there, he broke up, and we started to see each other only for sex at his apartment. However, he really isn't the type of guy I'll fall in love nor like to spend the whole day with. Okay. After two times, he asked me to stay all the night with him because he felt that it was too cold. If I left an hour after we had sex, then he started to send me messages every day only so we could see each other. In parentheses, no talks. However, I work in I study, so I actually don't have the time for that. I explained to him I couldn't get him to his condo every night and that I had to study too. He seemed understanding, but shortly after, he started again. All right. After the inauguration of our wonderful curfew, I told him I couldn't get to his apartment anymore. He, however, pursued to send me regularly messages to negotiate with me, and she wrote negotiate wrong. I'm just going to point that out. Now we are entering a lockdown, so I think this she might be in Germany, right, in English, and that's why she wrote negotiate wrong. Um, let, I don't know. Let's keep going. Um. So he asked me to pass the lockdown at his house. I was at first enjoying the idea, but he pushed me all day to have an answer, and I don't feel comfortable anymore with that. He told me that he felt really low today and needed that I came at his house at least tonight. I told him I wasn't an emotional nurse. He said, up to you again. But an hour later, sending me a message again to tell me he really wished I was coming. Besides that, I know I couldn't lock down with him because he will do drugs and I will surely be his maid buddy because he usually doesn't clean his apartment. So how do I tell him I'm not his girlfriend? I don't have to pass 
time with him, consoling him for whatever reason. He feels sad and giving me giving him BJ's as much as he wants because he's the kind of guy. But I don't want to fall in this trap again. All right, and I can't believe I said earlier this episode we need to give BJ's, but I'll maybe give him one this week. Okay. Um. Anyway, so thoughts on this. Um. First of all, I have I'm gonna say personally I've had to learn this the hard way. Um. This guy, we have men. I guess it doesn't work for women, too. We have to realize that our relationships, we cannot rely on the other person to be our personal therapist for our mental health. Like, this this is very hard for me to say, obviously. Um, obviously, some of you know I'm not the mental health, mentally health person. I take a lot of, I take a cocktail of drugs every day to just, like, keep me up and going. But at the same time, though, we can't rely on our, like, relationships and our partners to be that therapist for us um yeah that's really hard for me to say but no it's it's it is very hard and it's something i had to realize on my own um can't expect someone to be because that's just a lot of weight on them when you're with a therapist they kind of know what to do and how to deal with it and the right way to guide you and to help you in regards to that so you may put the weight on the therapist but they're getting paid to do that for you and it's not a lot of weight on them emotionally to do that for you. I've had, a, I've, this is the thing I've had to work on myself with. So obviously you need to tell him, I'm not your therapist. You need to figure that shit out on your own. Um, don't make me your therapist. Um, there's probably no easy way to say that, but he'll have to learn that on his own, that he can't rely on, uh, a relationship to be this therapist. Like I've kind of like, kind of come to realize I'm like, look, I have some mental health issues, um, hopefully I don't have to drag you into that. That's kind of the thing. Um, I'm not going to make you be my therapist. Uh, sometimes I want to, at, at the most part, it's like, sometimes I just feel down. I just want to cuddle. But at the same time, like I can't, you can't expect some, a, a relationship to be your therapist. That's too much of a position for them to realize. So with that, I say, um, be honest with them about that. Be like, look, I can't be your therapist. Um, I, I like you in this the situation you like him in, but you can't do that with the friends with benefits situation. It can get, it, you get iffy with the friends with benefits. The idea with a friends with benefit is there is no feelings involved with that. That's the idea of friends with benefits. Like it's just sex, but we're friends with him. But also sex. The idea of sex is it's very, it's a very intimate thing at the same time. So it's very sticky. You could be walking on eggshells, walking on eggshells as my song would say on Spotify now. Uh, but you got to be a little tricky with that if you're going to be friends with benefits. A lot of times in my situation with the friends with benefit is if you start feeling feelings, like you might have to end it because friends with benefits are hard. Like I guess the Christian, the, the Christian in me, you know, who's like, you know, you, you should just find the one person you love and that's the only person you have sex with because you love them. And that's true. I think I, I, I do say, and I have upcoming songs where I kind of mention this idea of, it's like, when you have sex with someone you actually like, it's pretty great, you know? Uh, that's the thing. I, he might like you more than that. He might want you to fill this void of his girlfriend he wants. Obviously, obviously, we talk about the therapist part. I'm saying, like, do not make them be your therapist, but, you know... We got, we got to realize everyone has baggage at the same time. This is the type of guy you get. So, got, it's a lot. It's a very complicated situation you're in. Um, 
But obviously, if his feelings are way too strong for you, you might need to break it off. Same time, um, if you can figure it out a way to work, that's fine. Um, if I can make a prediction, if you go that route, like may I get a couple more uh, bangs in, and then realize that oh, he has the strong feelings for me, and I don't have those strong feelings for him. So, uh, my opinion is um, realize that if the feelings are too strong one way versus the other, you might need to just end it pull the bandage off, go cold turkey, uh, go stop going full throttle because things are getting really in. And, you know, at the end of it, all I can really say is, that's rough, buddy. So that's it. That's the best I can best give you. Um, obviously, so sum it up, I want to say, uh, he, don't be a therapist. You're not qualified to be that. You shouldn't be expected to be that. But uh, obviously let him understand that. You got it. For men... For me, I guess for me in general, like I have to understand that, and uh, that's going to be a difficult thing for him to figure out. So he has to realize that you're not his therapist, um, and then you got to realize what you're going to be. And if his feelings are too strong for you, then you might just need to end it forever. Sucks, but that's the way it is. All right, next one I got here just starts off with want to know your opinion. All right. Here we go. Want to know your opinion? My girlfriend keeps on posting sexy photos and underwear, bra, etc. on her social media. I absolutely hate it. I believe that these types of pictures should stay between us. It makes me feel jealous, insecure, and like everyone can have her and see her naked. All right. I have a couple opinions on this, but uh, let's see what. There could be a little bit of trust issues in your relationship, what it sounds like. Because I feel like she hasn't proven to you that I would never cheat on you and I would never, and I would never like, I would never put our relationship at jeopardy for someone else like that. Because in my mindset, if I was dating someone and like I completely trusted her 100% and like I could never see a situation where she would do anything with anyone else and cheat on me and stuff like that. Um, she posted like just, you know, shit like that on Instagram, you know, like and a lot of guys date girls on OnlyFans and they're the ones taking the pictures because they want to be a, a PlayStation 5, FYI. If you're not OnlyFans and you're looking for a boyfriend, I'm more than happy to take your pictures for you. That way you can get me a P- PlayStation 5 for Christmas. Uh, uh the at gmail.com or just hit me up on Instagram, the Sweezy. Uh, anyways though, um, so there, there's a trust issue there. That's the big thing. There is a trust issue going on in your relationship um, that you makes you feel like jealous. Um, obviously, because I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna put myself in your shoes. Like if this was me and this was my girlfriend doing that shit on Instagram. I would say, hey, if she, if I could 100% confirm, she would never cheat on me or do any shit like that. And like, you know, like. She posts these photos, but at the end of the day, her pussy is mine. Yeah, boy. Um, I wouldn't be too mad about it, you know? If I could just, if I had the 100% confirmation in my heart that I'm 100% hers, it's not a big deal. She's just, like, you know, making them other boys jealous with all that information, you know? With all that, all them, like, stimulating pictures. I'd be okay with it, you know? It's, it's, that's the big thing for me. The thing is, like, you're scared that, like, you say you feel jealous and secure 
dude, you shouldn't feel insecure if your girlfriend's hot. Like, for real. And then, like, eventually make her post a picture with you and her together. Like, this is my man. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this is my girl. This is what she looks like. Uh, almost naked. But I guess you're fully naked. That shit is fucking rad. Rad. Bad to the bone. But bam, 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 bad. Stuff like that. So, and it comes, comes back to my, like, sex worker talk. Like, let's say your girlfriend's on OnlyFans. But at the same time. I could feel, I could understand, like, she was like, hey, I want to be having sex, and then, like, I want you to be the dick, and then, and then you're like, oh, but everyone knows we're dating, and I don't want them to make fun of my penis size, stuff like that. That's, like, where I could go wrong, but then it's like, okay, maybe I could have sex with that guy. I'm like, no fucking way. Maybe I have sex with another woman. And I was like, well, it does kind of feel like cheating, but at the same time, can I get involved? But then... same time you know it's like maybe i could get involved but then you film it and you're like oh, i don't want people to make fun of my penis and then i'm like no one's seeing you but then like if your friends subscribe to her yeah um i don't know man but talk to your girlfriend to say i want to build like trust with each other and be like i just want to know that you're never going to like cheat on me with someone stuff like that because then it's saying i know you don't want people to like sexualize her i think you're just very protective of her at the same time um i'll just say it's like look just ask her always just tell her like hey this can't make me a little insecure um the big thing i want i do trust you i do love you and i always want to make sure just always work on validating to me that i'm the only person you're uh giving hand jobs blow jobs uh doggy styling it with and uh, just just make sure you validate with that me a lot more because this does make me a little insecure. But if you can just validate that with me that you're not with someone else or something like that, you know, and you're not like leading these other men on who are like into that shit. You know, I follow women on Instagram and I know they have boyfriends, but it's like, you know, I like I like what I'm looking at. So just let her just be honest with her um, and figure out your boundaries. Figure that shit out because. A lot of relationship problems just come from just not talking to each other and posting things to people like me to have to answer to. But uh, also, I got others to a treasure I cannot possess. So we're here now. That's all I have for today's episode of Cancel Sweezy. This week, Cancel Sweezy, just so you know, any questions, comments, or concerns can always be sent to the gmail.com. Uh, send me anything you want. I will talk about it because I am a. Simp. I hit two buns at once. So let me. Do, I am a. Simp. So remember that information next time you decide to listen to another episode of Cancel Sweezy. Um, just to know, my new song, Oof, out now. Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere you get your music from. Listen to it, download it, save it. Buy it? Do people buy music anymore? Prove me wrong. If you if you do buy music, buy it. Um, also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this on, especially YouTube. Like I said, we are trying to build up the YouTube page for this podcast. Uh, this podcast, the Shwedcast, Um, This could be my own podcast network soon. We'll see. We'll see anything I'm involved with. But anyways, no. Like and subscribe. Uh, hit the like button. Subscribe. I know a lot of people listen or watch on YouTube. But uh, don't aren't actually subscribe. So hit the subscribe button. 
it is nothing to hit the subscribe button. So just do that shit. Also, if you want to support the show even further, go on Patreon. Uh, $5 a month, you get ad-free episodes of the Shredcast. Best way to support me directly. You're not only supporting this show, supporting the Shredcast, you're also supporting my music directly, helping me be able to work and not have to work shitty-ass jobs. So thank you so much. For listening to the fourth episode of Cancel Sweezy. I hope we have many, 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 many more to come. And uh, like always, stay awesome and uh, stay shwoke all at the same time. just finished a full episode of the Schwegcast. I hope your brain cells don't hurt. Uh, if you want to support this show financially in the best way possible, go check us out on Patreon for $5 a month. You, yes, you can get ad-free episodes of the Schwegcast and is the best way to personally support me and this channel.